Good morning, church, and thank you for joining us for our devotion this Wednesday morning. I'm going to be looking at the biblical concept of prosperity, and we're going to start off in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 6 through to 9. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 6. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. We see uh, a string of things that the Lord can do. Kills, makes alive, poor, makes rich. Brings low, lifts up, raises poor from the dust, lifts the beggar off the ash heap. Now, the Lord makes the poor rich is amongst other examples of what God can do here. This, the context of this passage is Hannah's prayer to the Lord after she prays for a child and God gives her Samuel. She was a barren woman and God enabled her to fall pregnant and have a child. And so... These are just a string, a string of examples of what the Lord can do. He kills, he makes alive, he raises the poor to rich, he lifts beggar off the ash heap, which has to do more with uh, health. He makes the, the low, he, he brings the low and lifts them up. So the principle here is not that God can make you rich. The principle is that God can do many things. God can do things. It doesn't necessarily have to be poor to rich. He can make you healthy. He can open an opportunity. He can part the sea if you need to cross it, literally. Um, so God can do things. And the principle is that God can do things because the pillars, verse 8, the pillars of the Lord of the earth are the Lord's. God created the world. God is the owner of creation and because God created the world God has power to do these things obviously he created us he has the power to enable Hannah to fall pregnant and have a child he has the power to lift a poor person up he has the power to make the sick well and so because God is sovereign over creation like I said he can do these things and he has the power to do these things but biblical prosperity does not mean he's automatically going to do these things for you I'll say that again biblical prosperity as opposed to our understanding of worldly prosperity does not mean that these things are going to happen God has set us each on our own course in his great plan he's got a purpose for us on this earth we can't speak our our purpose of wealth and health and all that into God's purpose but we can understand and acknowledge his power and be confident and assured in his power you see biblical prosperity it does not appear to be a health wealth issue it appears to be a knowledge and faith issue do you know who is God, who you serve, the God of the Bible, who you serve? It's a knowledge issue. Do you know who he is? And it's a faith issue. Do you believe 
who he says he is, based on what he has shown us in his word. If you believe God can do awesome, awesome things in any circumstance, be it maybe uh, becoming more wealthy, or maybe be it getting through the day on a, an extra dose of joy when all seems helpless, that is what biblical prosperity is. It's not material, physical things. It's resting in confidence and assurance that God can do great and mighty things because He is the Creator. He is the great I Am. He is the sustainer of all things. And He is your provider in every circumstance. Maybe that's because you're living in a mansion today. Or maybe it's because you're living in a shack today. If you can rest in confidence and the assurance that knowing God is sovereign. God is the creator and God will provide for you in all circumstances, be it a loaf of bread or that small 20 rand note or a brand new Audi Q5, whatever it has to be, God is your sustainer and your provider. And if you can rest in that assurance, you are biblically prosperous. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you that we can read Hannah's prayer and understand how great and awesome you are. You gave a barren woman a child. You gave uh, a poor man something to eat. You gave an unemployed person a job. You gave the depressed person some joy to get through the day. You are our provider and our sustainer. Thank you that you lift us up when we are low, not physically or materially or wealthily or healthily or whatever it happens to be, but just because we know that, that you are our God and that you are with us and fighting for us and looking after us. And that's what it means to be publicly prosperous. Thank you that we can know that we are prosperous if we rest in the assurance that you are in control, no matter what the circumstance. There's no goal in prosperity to get rich or to get healthier. It's not about that. And we thank you for that. Thank you that we don't have to be a part of this world where everything is about trying to make it to the top and be healthy and wealthy. But it's about resting in the assurance that you are in control. That you are the prosperer, whatever it happens to be. Whatever we need, the smallest things we need to the biggest things we need, you are our provider and sustainer. And for that we give you thanks and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.